Yes, a spud. How's the crack? Moss. What's the crack? On will two gama. Ah, Tommy. Tommy. Gahanawa or fod? Is that the only Tommy answer you're allowed to? The heen talk. The heen talk. Yeah. Um, ah, Here, Tommy. I was watching the, um, the, 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 you know, remember the, the DNA coil thing I was telling you about before? The TG4 yeah. have a three episode documentary. Oh, about yes, the yes, DNA yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. So I watched episode one and two ages ago, and they're really good. And I watched episode three last night, and it's good, but it has nothing, almost has nothing to do with the other two episodes at all. Oh, right, it's kind of right, like right. they went, it's kind of like they went, uh, they start off the episode and they're looking for one of the, um, there's a key battle between the, the English planters and uh, an Irish chieftain. He had a pretty right. fucking cool name. It was What was his name? Rua Ogo Morta or something like that, right, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is really, basically Rory Murphy. And he was, and, uh, Rory Murphy, yeah. So Rory Murphy, Rory Red Rory Red Rory. Blah, blah, blah. He was he was fighting against this fella called Crosby, right? And Crosby was an English planter who had been given, uh, you know, Stradbally, uh, where yeah, electric yeah. picnic is. Yeah, yeah. So he was that given was an electric picnic, right? Crosby yeah. fella. Was did he so have friends you know, who were anyone... called Stills and Nash? No. <laughs> <laughs> but now you know that, like anyone you know called Crosby, is like a, a planter. Okay, so you can't be friends with them anymore. All oh, right, because okay, they're right. bad people who came from England and raped all the Irish, you know. So right. Annie Crosby's, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> right? I, I don't know think I even know any Crosby's. Wexford, so do. There's tons of them. Yeah, yeah there's loads of them in Wexford. So there is. Went to school. Loads of them. Anyway, um, so it starts off with that, and and they go looking for right. Can we find any um, descendants of this Red Rory, whatever his name is? And they go into to Trinity College and they're doing up the genome of the fucking DNA and all this stuff. And then he says, you know what? There's literally, he could have thousands of descendants in Ireland. So we're not going out looking for even one of them. We're going to look for the female um, descendant, which comes from the other chromosome, you know? Yeah. And then he just goes, yeah, we couldn't find any of them either. And then... It completely stops at DNA and just goes into half an hour of the flight of the Earls. It's nothing to do with the rest of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, a, uh, what are we going to do for the last half hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's exactly. crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. But, so was, yeah. but, but it is, it's, it's still very good because I, I, we all, we would know from Irish in school in history the flight of yours is touched on I presume yeah. you remember some of it it is quite yeah, good because yeah, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. of it that, that I didn't know you know mm. so uh, now it's interesting if anyone has any past interest in Irish history have a look it, it's on the TG4 which is the Irish uh, Irish language uh, TV uh, station it's free and um, yeah don't use the app one it's the worst app to do ever it, in the world yeah, the app is shite. Oh, uh, so go to the website and it doesn't give you the option of the English subtitles straight away. So you need to just click on the video first and then. Uh, TG4, making you work for it, huh? Listen to an Irish, you know. It's good though. It's really good. The first two are really, really good. And then the third one is a bit like, ah, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but well. it's still good. It's still interesting. It's just that just, it doesn't have much to do with the DNA of the Irish. Yeah, know? I'm going to have to so watch basically, it Basically, we're all kind of... Uh, the original Irish came from like the Middle East, as all people did, you know, mostly. And um, well, after after the crossing from Africa into Europe, and then the start of Mesopotamia, Sumeria, isn't that, that kind Everyone of disputed though? Anyway. No, no, 
a bit that out of action. Because you look, thing. everything is this. <laughs> look at the <laughs> fucking election. Didn't Trump put out something to last night? I won the elections. Like, what? Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> everything is disputed it's amazing how many times uh, Joe Biden has won the election at this point isn't it like was it seven times <laughs> or something uh, anyway yeah that was my plan. and, uh, and uh, I watched some Peter Kingsley stuff too but we can talk about that later what do you want yeah, to I um, Daniel Ingram put out a video uh, Daniel Ingram who who's known I suppose mostly for uh, mastering the core teachings of the Buddha which is an exceptional tome it's a hefty tome, and it's also really good for beating your wife because it doesn't need bruises. Like, you know, like a, a, a phone book. You know, it's like that kind of a thing. Is that, is, is that Jesus. The, <laughs> do you ever hear that? That that's the, you beat someone with a phone book because it doesn't need bruises because it's too big. <laughs> yeah, of course I borrowed it, but I didn't know you did it. <laughs> I, 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 I have a friend who did No, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's actually done it. But how would I? It doesn't leave any bruises. There's no evidence. So anyway, it's one of those big hefty tomes that you can, beat anyone it doesn't have you know let's not be sexist you can beat male or female with and it won't leave or uh, non-binaries or non-binaries or whoever whoever aliens uh anyone what might bruise aliens where we don't have the full figures of facts and information on that but he put there was this video um dom you know dom who was on the um magic people podcast he, he posted it up in the um adventures and woo Discord. And it was all about him talking about magic and chaos magic in particular and demons and all this kind of stuff. And I was going, oh, he's obviously got into all this because he was never really into all that, going by the fact that he doesn't mention it once. Well, he, in the second version of uh, Match and Core Teachings, he does mag- uh, mention magic. And he mentioned it uh, magic in a PDF that came out a couple of years ago. But in general, I just assumed he was very, you know, Buddhist meditation centric. Yeah. yeah. And even in the interview that he has in The Blood of the Saints with Alan, it kind of, you can definitely read it as he doesn't know much about magic. But turns out he does. And it's very, it has been embedded in magic for, you know, since day one. And then yeah. when you read the thing with Alan again, you can kind of go, all right, so he's not really, because he's talking to Alan about going, he's really asking, what do you think? And what, what it comes across is, I don't know much about the subject. Tell me more when you read it if you don't know he's into magic. Yeah. But when you know he's into magic, it's him just being super polite. So what do you take, Alan? <laughs> you know, that yeah, kind of way. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, and you go, all right, you know. Funny. But um, so he's been I in saw, it. Since... I, saw, I, saw, I saw all you guys talking about it on, on Discord. And I, I didn't get, like most conversations, I'm a lurker. I don't, I don't get involved <laughs> yeah. in the book. Because I, I, I have the book upstairs in the bedroom. And I'm not reading at the minute. I'm reading other stuff. Um, but it's there. It's ready. And I just, and I, <laughs> that night, I looked at the book and went, well, fuck you anyway. Because if, like, so, oh, so you're into chaos magic now, are you? So there's 800 pages of Buddhism, completely pointless that I spent fucking 90s lotties on or whatever the fuck is it. Fuck you, Daniel Ming, Ming Ram. Ming Ram, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's a very interesting. I'll I'll, uh, I'll hesitate to say that I'll put the, the link in the show description. It's on the Discord anyway, because the last time I said I would put links in the description, and then uh, someone came on the Discord and goes, "Can you put the link?" Yeah, in someone gave it to you. It's not that. Well, it's not really giving it. But I mean, in fairness, you know, dead right. Yeah, you, yeah, you do say you're going to do it, and <laughs> no, then I never do it. Do. So you know, yeah. um, <laughs> you've only been called out once. So you, you I don't doing well. Doing quite, doing quite well. Um, so yeah, it's an inter- it's very interesting kind of podcast. So I've kind of been hanging out with da- Daniel Ingram in a sense. He even followed me on Twitter, uh, which was remember when that used to matter. <laughs> you know, like about ten years ago, and so, oh, you know, someone famous uh, followed me on Twitter. Now it's like, oh, okay, 
I don't really mm. use Twitter that mm. much. What's the matter? Mm. He's definitely going to follow me and then mute me. So uh, you know, <laughs> so what's come here? What's 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 this what's this what's this thing of magic then? What's he into? Is it chaos magic? Yeah, or well, what? he says chaos magic, but it's it's um. It seems to have like when his own kind of thing on it, like he's he's kind of touched in all of these things. Um, as far as I know, Dom was saying that he's like married to a witch. His mother was into um, tarot cards, and you know, so there's kind of that kind of a kind of woo woo history going on. But he definitely went the science route because he's a medical doctor, like you know, that, or he's re- retired now. Because uh, um, as far as I know, someone I think Alan Chapman has mentioned something about that. Uh, someone gave him a load of Bitcoin, and now he's you know millionaire, lives on fifty acres of land, doesn't have to nice. work. So you know, um, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. He talks about all the different things about the Guish, about Enochian um, magic in general, and some of the other ones I've been watching. Uh, he, you know, he, he was coming at the whole COVID thing, where it was obviously just in the middle of or just starting, and he's quite worried about it, as we all were. I mean, it's easy to point back. At, you could look at some of my videos from that time, and I'm as equally worried about it. But he's he's definitely um, coming at it from like a medical point of view, and he says, you know, I, my my father. That you know he he dealt with infectious diseases. That's what he what that's what he did. So he has kind of a, a history in it. But he was doing the whole thing that you were doing as well. So, you know, if someone sent him something, it was st- stayed outside the house for three days and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> do you still do that, or or is that? Yeah. Are you still doing that? No, we're still doing that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Because, because the number because the numbers shot up here again. Right. So yeah. yeah, I guess made me do it. You know, and I'm there like, like that fucking ordered long johns, man. It's so cold here in the evenings, and I'm like, oh, I have to work for two other days in the fucking cold. Balls are frozen <laughs> off me. Finally, I could open them. Then long johns came out. Are they called long johns? I don't know. The, the extra pants that you wear under your pants. Yeah, long johns. Long thermal, johns. thermal. Underwear. Yeah, they are long johns. Yeah. Thermal under, not underwear though. They're trouser things, aren't they? Well, they're under your wear. You know, you wear them under your trousers. Yeah, but they're, they're not. They're not under your wear and touching anything. You know that shouldn't be touched, unless by me. <laughs> and appropriate honours or, 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 or the children at the playground they're allowed to I was told. <laughs> and this is definitely going to be the final podcast between Tom and Spud we've touched on wife beating and uh, wife child abuse beating, paedophilia yeah. well it's the spirit of the age isn't it it's what everyone it seems is to be indeed at. the spirit of the age yeah. I was thinking about uh, you know this um, moral dilemma I mean you have about uh, trying to like you know Crowley mm. and um um, what's my guy uh, Rudolf Steiner and all these stuff and it's kind of like uh, I brought up maybe Da once and I'm like do you like Gary, Killer, Gary Glitter and he's like oh yeah I, I, I used to love his music do you still like his music yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay and there's a thing about that like say the Gary Glitter or if, say you were a huge Lost Prophets fan or whatever um, which is like actually most, yeah I was going to yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring that up yeah it's like it's like should all your memories and all your your love and all the things be taken away because you know of what someone else did? Now I understand it tarnishes it and it ruins it and and all that, but like it's like the, the Kevin Spacey thing, like, um, whatever. I'm not even remotely getting into that, but I'm just saying, do I now not have to like Seven, which is the film I've probably seen the most in my life because I really enjoy it or whatever? And you can kind of, oh no, it's okay in Seven because he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, so you're, you're yeah, meant yeah. to not like. Him. Are so is it? Yeah, yeah, you know, usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like if, if it was like, I don't know, what's that one? American Beauty. Like say that's American your favourite film. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, essentially, you know, he's the protagonist and thing. Like, do you not like that film? Can you not? And you probably can't um, identify with it or, you know, in the way you use it. It's very, very odd. It's like, at it least when odd, I get yeah. into the Beatles, 
um, uh, you know, it already was known. You know, so you knew what you were getting into in yeah. a sense with the, the, the kind of. You knew maybe John not, Lennon was a white yeah, beater. Maybe know? not to the level. You yeah. knew he was a heroin addict. You knew all the mad stuff, whatever, like that. But um, probably not as a seven year old. But, you know, when you get into it consciously or whatever, but probably not to do the remember, level. Do you, remember, yeah. do you remember they were looking for um, uh, BBC had a thing years ago about like Britain's best person or person of the century award. And they put out these really good documentaries about the top 10 or something. And there was. <laughs> <laughs> they did one about John Lennon. It was the first time I'd heard of this. That like, because they had to show the good and the bad. Like, they just yeah, had yeah. to because it would have come out anyway. <laughs> there was a few minutes in that we were talking about. Yeah, him and Yoko were going through some bad times because he was beating her so much. So they decided that he would um, he would um, uh, swap Yoko with her sister, and that oh, lasted no, her for assi- three months. Her assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who looked exactly like you. Uh, what? When yeah. did this happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's his Madness assistant like... and the move to the other end oh. of the country or something, the other side of the country. Him, Yeah, very, very odd. All very odd. I don't know. But it's like... It's, yeah, it's a man. I thought, I thought it was funny the way that we dad put it. He's just like, yeah. yeah. No, but I think he's right the last, in a the sense. The last thing is yeah. good. I, I do, yeah. I suppose if you like that music, then... And you're able to separate it then. Well, I think it's different if you said to him, do you like Gary Glitter as a person still? Uh, Of course. And he said, yes, then you go, damn, come on. You can't. Not in public, all right? Not in the playground. People, (laughs) children can hear you. (laughs) What what do you do with that telephone book? The last preface thing, there's been a couple of interviews with with the other band members. I think not many, no, there's only been a couple. And they're like, they're just fucking distraught about it because it's like, like he this this is our like one of our best friends yeah and he, he does this horrible fucking thing and we've been through so much the highs and lows of being in a band putting out was it three albums i think the first no, two yeah, were pretty yeah. good like yeah and um just like we can't like he, i can't listen to it because of what happened you know yeah. totally it's it's oh it's a mess like you know it, it this thing just pops in my head all the time because I'm just like how can I like this person because of this what do you call yeah. it I call it the Kanye West thing you you had a name for it as well didn't you what was did it I? I'm sure I did that's many different things there. I don't know what it. you call it yeah. Coldplay effect no, it's the John, the John Lennon no, thing that, that's probably the way it is John Lennon thing yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's what you call it yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I tend to be okay with it <laughs> like in that I can go right I, I, I can understand this and I, and I it's the other thing it's that I expect it so uh, I'm not surprised when it happens. So that it's like, because it happens so often, like, you know, we've talked about this before. I don't know if we've talked about it in podcasts, but we've never talked about it in private where you get into anyone and at some point there's that, oh, right, anti-Semitic or, oh, right, <laughs> you know, misogynist. You know, there's something and you just you can either go. And I just find if you're going to, and this, I mean, this is not good but there's no i don't have a solution to it but if you're going to kind of discount people for the ma- massive human flaws or you know like our outlooks then who do you read <laughs> who do, you know who what who do you look at like it's like even down to you know david bowie right yeah well you know questionable actions or you know definitely yeah. and it's like so who who's left you know you, you just you just cancel everyone and i mean like i mean I th- like I don't think I've done anything that would put me in jail. Well, like I mean, I've taken drugs, so that would put me in jail. But I, don't, I haven't done, <laughs> yes, you, know, you, have. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I don't think I've, any, I've done stuff 
to the extent that you know like thing but i've definitely done shitty things you know what i mean i'm not i've mm. done very bad things in my in my life that you know hurt people or hurt hurt myself or you know just out of spite or vindictive or shitty personality traits or whatever it is you know i try not to do them now and i learn from them and all that kind of stuff but i just I, I, but I, equally that's not an excuse go oh we've all fucked up so it's all right you can be you know a pedophile if you want you know that's not what yeah, i'm saying yeah, either yeah, you know yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't the, have the crawly, an answer crawly, to it. Yeah. <clears throat> the Crowley thing was on my mind again because I know you're doing the, the the retreat. Is that public knowledge? Can that be spoken about the Alan Chapman lectures? Well, it is now. He's doing yeah. these lectures. People are doing them. Yeah. So, so it was just on my on, on my mind again because I know you guys were going to be talking about the book of the law and like, do you know, and like one part of me is like, oh yeah, sure. They went off to Egypt and it was challenge challenged. Channeled, I can't say that word. Channeled, channeled, channeled. yeah, um, channeled. to him by his by his HGA by yeah. Iwas Crowley's HGA. Um, but like the other side of me is like, no, it's the ramblings of two fucking heroin addicts off their heads in Egypt. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no. yeah. So Crowley one is a real hard one for me because like, what did, I think Telema is, is is a good idea and the kind of path to enlightenment through Telema is 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 good and wholesome and mm. it's great for personal development to make a good person. But, you know, <laughs> Alistair Crowley was Alistair Crowley, wasn't he? You know? Yeah, and I mean, like, like an awful lot of the things that I've said about him isn't necessarily true, but the bits that are true are pretty shit, you know. Um, <laughs> the thing, I suppose, with all of this is to follow his own advice, or I think it's in the Book of Law, is let, let success be thy proof. Where is that it's not to take it at, at its own word, is that it has to in some way speak truth to you or it has to, um, you know, you have to find it within it rather than just accepting it. It's not, it's like, say, take the Bible where it said, this is the, you know, the word of God and it is because I say so and then you have to accept it. It's more, if you find the word of God within this or whatever it is, if you find yeah. the thing, then, then it's Go good. with it. That's yeah. the, that's things. So all of those things, but there, then there's the I other see, bit of it. Go on. I know. I, I saw a good, a good quote from him during the week. I'm just kind of looking for it quickly now, and I, I don't see it anywhere handy. And he was saying that like uh, daily practice is the most important thing you can do. Like that's yeah. it. It's not about how many books you've read. It's not about what you know. It's not a yeah. competition of how much you know about Goetian. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But he was just saying like. Just do your meditation and your yoga. That's that's what you need to be doing. You don't need a million books on Telema or Goetia. Yeah, or, and it's the yeah, thing yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that no. Alan Chapman talks about in the Magia teaching where he's going like the, the worst thing about any of this kind of spiritual whatever it's the proper word. I, I can never settle on it. Uh, outlook is that it's you know it's a great place for narcissists you know because you get to talk yeah, about yourself yeah. and your problems all the time and you know yeah. it's, it's a great kind of and like sure look you can fall you can fall into traps fairly easily like me and you we have far too many books you know oh, yeah. we have i've yeah. i have enough books now to read literally i have i don't know i have enough books to keep me reading now until next april or may yeah i, I had enough to books, books to keep me reading five years ago probably <laughs> <laughs> Do you know but yeah. still like i bought the I Ching thing and I'm, and it's still in the car, not even opened. You know, yeah. I get to it eventually, but I'm just like. But this is this is the spiritual chasing, or the the attainment <clears throat> chasing, or the state chasing thing. And the, my book, we see I have two kind of book addictions. I the I want to, you know, I enjoy books and I enjoy collecting my the aesthetics of them. So that's that's one thing. The other thing is I'm hoping that this next book is the one that gets me mm. 
that tells me the secret that gets me over the thing and then essentially that is the state chasing because you go you know you get to oh it didn't right where's the next one is it the yeah, 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 is that yeah, it is that the, yeah, yeah, is that yeah, the yeah, one that's going to get me to the next the dragon, one like. yeah it was a good thing I saw from um, what was his name Carl Sagan a short little 10 second video and he says that um, do you know if I was to read a book a week for the entirety of my life 70 years or something and he's walking through uh, beside some library uh, bookcases and he says if I was and then that would be about 10,000 books or something he says and then he says I've already passed that many books walking here yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he says it's not about it's not about reading lots of books it's about reading it's about finding the right books yeah you know yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah, this but is kind like, of why I'm struggling. You have to read this a is book why I'm find the books. <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah, but this is why I struggle with the Kingsley books because I'm still not convinced by him mm. that he's the one true person who knows everything about Empedocles and Parmenides. They look, yeah, yeah. I got their names right. Like, yeah, well done. Uh, do you know? Because, like, you know, if you've had scholars for two and a half thousand years saying one thing. And then yeah. he comes along with another thing. He's not, he's, not the, he's not the only person who says this. But if he comes along with this thing, and he's like, well, I'm right there or wrong. Like, well, hell on now, man. There's 2,000 years of scholarship before you who say this. Yeah. And you say the completely opposite. Are you sure you're right? Well, you know, I, know, I know exactly where you're coming because I have the same You understand I what I mean? Like, absolutely, I'm not, I'm not 100%. saying he's wrong. I, no, I know. I, I, do, I, 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 do think he's, he, I do think he is onto something. Yeah. But, I did have to say I do have the same with him in... Um, in that but my problem is that i am not a scholar and i don't know how it works and so yeah. that i can't tell if his scholarship is good convincing or not <clears throat> but people i know who do know things <laughs> who are aware of that say it is so i can either trust that or i, or I don't you know and again but it, it's yeah. but the problem i had with peter kingsley is i never heard of parmenides or empedocles before peter kingsley and so when an awful lot of his books where he's going and everyone has said this uh, but, uh, but it's wrong i go i don't care because i didn't hear that in the first place just tell me yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but he yeah, can't yeah, because yeah, the scholarship yeah. type of thing is that idea of you say what happened before what other people said and then you prove them wrong and then or you say why they're wrong. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know if you have to, though, because they're reading the Thomas Berry book. <clears throat> and he doesn't do that. But is it a scholarly you know. work? Is it an academic work, the Thomas Berry book? Is that how it's been Well, presented? it's not fiction. <laughs> no, but I mean, there is a difference between non-fiction and academic. <laughs> you, like, I mean, yeah, of course, you know, of course. Yeah. No, no, it's not It's not an academic yeah. book, then, I suppose. No, it's not. Yeah. He says some very similar things to, um, to Kingsley, because I, I watched the... Um, what are the two films I watched the Kingsley over the weekend? Spirit of the um, Depths, is that one number? Spirit of the... Let me find it. Uh, what do I have this saved under? I, surprisingly, under Peter Kingsley. Um, <laughs> the Great Speakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Spirit of the Depths. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yeah. one, the Great Secret is the Come Down from the Mountain one, isn't it? That one. That, is that... Come Down from the Mountain, yeah. yeah. He's so miserable. I mean, you just want to give him a hug and say, it's going to be okay. And that's the, the worst about that is that's not him in his miserable mode. He gets way more miserable than that. Like he, when you get the catafalque, if you ever do get the catafalque, that's that's it's not miserable. So one of one of those is about I think it is the great secret. No, no spirit, spirit of the, of the depths. depths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he talks about this. And I've said this to you before, but I don't, mm. but, but but I want to talk about it publicly as well. It's <laughs> it's hilarious. There's a part in 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 spirit of the depths where he's talking about to to learn the red book, Carl Carl Jung's red book. He had to go to the knife edge, knife edge between sanity and, and insanity, just yeah. like Carl Jung. Carl Jung yeah. did this. He was at the precipice of it, 
and looking at staring into the abyss of madness, but was able to pull himself out of it. So Peter Kingsley claims to write this catapult book. And, and I, I believe him mm. that he also had to do this and really go, go to the bottom of the depths of his, the worst parts of his soul yeah. to really understand this book. Right. <laughs> and like he said, <laughs> you shouldn't be laughing, but he says like at one stage, he was like going to come downstairs to the wife and say, look, bring me an ambulance, <laughs> take me away, bring, bring me to a padded room. You know, that's not the bit I was laughing about. Though. But he goes on then and he says that, you know, it's okay to have psychology, depth psychology, Jungian psychology. And indeed, I went to who I was told was the foremost uh, Jungian psychologist <laughs> in England. And so I we went along and I told him I had this dream and this dream involved me going to a mountain and there was a man with an ice pick and he was looking at me and saying, get down off the mountain, Peter Kingsley. <laughs> so what does that mean? What does that mean? And I had to think about what it meant. And I I'd said this to my Jungian psychologist. And my Jungian psychologist said, well, you have daddy issues, don't you? <laughs> and he said, okay, well, maybe I do have daddy issues, but, but what does the dream mean? You have daddy issues. Yeah, but, 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 okay. And then I came back a week later and we uh, no, that's, that's not, that's the not, dream. And- that's not right, quite right, though. That's not, that's not quite it. It's that uh, he didn't, the Jungian psychologist didn't want to hear about his dream and just wanted to hear about his father. It wasn't that he said that he listened to the dream and that he had father issues. And that was his point. He says that Freud, oh, Freud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jung put so much emphasis on dream analysis, but even when he went to the best Junging he could find, they had no interest in dreams. That's his point. It's not that he wasn't yeah, accepting yeah, yeah. the analysis of what the dream was. But like, you know, if the if if the best psychologist, you have daddy issues, and then you're like, yeah, but I want to talk about my dreams. No, 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 no. You have daddy issues, but my dreams, please. I want to talk about. Yeah. You have daddy issues, you <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, but that's, by, again, I mean, I don't know because I wasn't there, but the, like Jung uh, would also probably have not taken, accepted what that Jung said either. So that's that's the thing to, to keep. Like he he had at that point had said that no one had listened to what he said or no one was doing right. So I think Kingsley may be coming uh, from that point of view. Well, he I'm did. I mean, it, that's, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. What Jung said? You know. So you don't believe what? No, I'm not buying he, what Kingsley said. No. I, no, I, I, I would trust the psychologist in that situation where the psychologist is like, you have daddy issues. Fuck your dream. We need to talk but about your dad. But he didn't say you have daddy issues. He just, <laughs> was, said, he just got, wouldn't listen to him about the dream and said, will you tell me about your father? Just, I want to talk to you about your father. It wasn't that he told he had daddy issues. He just well, yeah, wanted to so get to a, his father. That's the starting point, man. That's the starting point. And you, we can do dreams in six months, but we need to sort out your father issues first because you obviously have them. <laughs> oh, whatever. I don't know. I don't know anything about psychology. I don't know anything about Peter Kingsley's life. But no, I, I, me I, either. I, but like, I yeah. mean, if you go, to, if, if you go to a psychologist and they're like, like, you know, like within the first few minutes, he's like, you have daddy issues. Like, just be, yeah, okay, cool, thanks, fix me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because of the, first, the, the first two therapists I went to got me very wrong. I got what I wanted to talk about and all that very wrong. And it was only when I got to the third one that it. it, it kind of unfolded properly and then COVID so I didn't get to finish it but uh, yeah no I wouldn't yeah. just because someone's um, has is known for something or has trained in something I don't think necessarily that means that they know everything about everyone what you say but like if you went to the doctor and said yeah well you need you need ventilin inhalers but, nah, I don't know doctor <laughs> no that's different that's different it's like I went to the doctor about the thing with my eye and it was over a case of seven or eight months and they couldn't fix it because they were assuming it was something else 
because they were assuming it was my yeah. photo, but I wanted to talk about my dreams. No, and so like, <laughs> I mean, but like, if you if you had a went in and the, the <laughs> if you had a went in and just said, well, well, the dog is howling here. Dog, what's wrong with you? Hold on, let me out. Yeah, he wants to come down from the mountain. Dog, come on, out you go, Hector. Out you go. Come on, see you. Dog called Hector. That's a cool name for a dog. Anyway, yeah, Hector. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I don't know. Sorry, I mean, I do know your point. I do know, I do, I, I completely know the point. And it's a thing that in a different kind of situation, it's like not accepting the scientific, you know, the scientist or the person who's actually studied it, their opinion over it. Like, I mean, it's, that's so prevalent in society. And I mean, it gets where most of our trouble is at the minute, you know, in that people have decided that their unqualified yeah. opinion is equal or more likely greater than the, um, you know, the scientist. But it was kind of, because I was talking to this about my to my mum yesterday, and it was just because, like, she finds a hard time believing anything because there's so much conflicting information and she can't tell the difference between who she's meant to believe and who she isn't. And I was going, well, believe the people who actually do it. She goes, yeah, but they lie all the time. And I goes, yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was going to go, like, well, you know, whatever the, the highest percent, percent and it just kind of, kind of got to the point of going I don't know what the answer is because I know yeah I don't know it's, it's one it's like that whole thing of you know that whatever the Canadian judge I think it was Canadian judge it could be a, an apocryphal story anyway he goes you know porn was brought in and he had to make some ruling he goes I don't know what porn is but I know when I see it and yeah we all understand that and um, yeah you know I can't define it but no one is so it's like I would hope that you know like Alan Chapman talks about the, the whole thing of that when you see truth, that it, it kind of it presents itself in a different way in that, in the, you know, you can recognize it. I'm not sure that's true in or I'm not sure it's, well, it's probably true, but I'm not sure it's as easy as that in that we can fool ourselves into many different things. And we've talked a million times about pendulums and how you're in different types of, you know, you can't see things because of it's like if you're a jealous person, you only see your wife talking to prospective lovers or whatever is the thing, you know, even though they're just talking. I don't know, the milkman or whatever, which, you know, whatever. Maybe we have a lot of milkmen. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there so many milkmen coming to this house? Get me my telephone book. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's just a, 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 yeah, but the thing, mm. so I don't know what the answer is other than particularly around vaccines and stuff like that. We should probably listen to the experts on it. But I understand people's trepidation mm. around it. Absolutely. Because of things as simple as this week, toast gives you cancer. Next week, toast cures you from cancer. You know, but that's more um, scientific (laughs) shitty journalism, you know, that whatever that's um, popular scientism journalism, whatever. There's a word for that kind of kind of thing, you know, where it's it's uh, or you hear this thing, you know, it'll be and they've cured, you know. I don't know, they've cured big ear disease. And then you read it, well, they haven't. What they've actually cured is uh, small ear disease in certain type of rodents, and only two of them, the other five died. <laughs> and you go, right, well, what's that headline about? You know, it's a clickbaity type thing. <laughs> so I do, I completely understand why Peter Kingsley <clears throat> should have listened to a psychologist and that thing. But I also understand his point <laughs> is that what annoyed him was that I went to you because you're meant to be the foremost expert in dreams and that's why I'm here and you have no interest in them. So I, yeah. I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand that. I understand yeah, that. yeah. <clears throat> but I was just kind of caught by, because we've spoken about him before about this kind of, I, I mentioned it in, in connection with Chapman as well, about this, uh, because they have this kind of post-colonial, another word I can't say, post-colonial, <laughs> 
upbringing that they they have this different view of the world and say what us the underlings mm. the slaves had yeah. you know um so, <laughs> so you know we're the underdogs but um so i just kind of saw this that like you I, honestly i saw it and i just laughed arrogance arrogant yeah, arrogant. yeah yeah, yeah. To the best psychologist yeah, yeah. and you that, that is to the, the thing best that... psychologist in, in in the land yeah it took me a long and he told you what was wrong with you <laughs> and you didn't listen you know it took me a long while to get past his arrogance, Peter King. I'm not, not fully, I'm not fully past it, but it's that, uh, as I said, and I said to anyone who hasn't read King's even asked me about it, because you learn the books are as much about Peter Kingsley as they are about Empedocles or Parmenides or mm. Young, um, and not in that it's a, uh, autobiographical, in that just how he presents <laughs> it and how he talks and how his disdain for <laughs> scholarship and for people. Um, says as his much dad about was, his dad must have been a teacher man his dad Most had to have been a teacher or a priest or it's something. just like he has this thing where he has to impress and he has to prove other people wrong it's textbook daddy issues like yeah. textbook textbook <laughs> but it, it's like i mean it's, no. it, it, it's you know it, but it's like it's still some of the stuff i do really like him though but it does it, it took me I, I know where you are with him because i was definitely there you know i did struggle with it and i do struggle yeah yeah yeah, with yeah, yeah. The, well look I struggle with the. Go ahead, um, go ahead. Sorry, I struggle with the whole kind of notion of um, Peter Kingsley infallibility as well, which people seem to have around him that he can say nothing wrong, mm. and even if he does say something yeah. wrong, then that's uh, that's him having meters and you know trying to uh, you know you're just not understanding it or you're not seeing it, and that kind of thing of where oh every time you read the book, um, you know you learn something new. We can see that about every book. Every single book, because if you read a book and then you come course, back a year later, you're a different person. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's not that's not a unique thing to Kingsley. And I think sometimes that can be used as a kind of a, a badge of showing how progressed I have become spiritually. Is, oh, I've reread reality yeah, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. I understand it. Oh, good. Yeah. Same word. I reread it recently as well. well. You, were too fucking, you were too fucking ticked to understand it the first time, were you? Yeah. <laughs> here's the, here's the no, thing. I reread reality recently. Uh, there recently, and I go, oh yeah. Well, I don't know what to make of that because it's the same book I read last year. <laughs> <laughs> I've obviously not progressed at all. I just keep my mouth shut and I go, yeah, I know it's the same book. I don't, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. <laughs> See, but look, Tommy, Tommy, you know yourself. This is a problem in occultism. Like some people take too much of it too seriously. Yeah. And okay, look, it's cool to know what the where the origins of western civilization are it's good information it's good yeah. to know it you know it's not going to come up in a, in a family game of trivial pursuit at christmas or anything but like it's nice to know <laughs> unless, unless you but want like, to unless you make it <laughs> <laughs> what is the capital of france did you well, know like, <laughs> <laughs> just that every answer is empedocles empedocles no, it's a horse racing <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah, Empedocles. Grand who National. left the golden shoe behind when when who left the golden shoe on Mount Etna as he killed himself to get away from his legions of fucking obsessive followers? Yeah. Alan Chapman? Empedocles or Peter Kingsley? Yeah. <laughs> D is are they all the same person? Tommy Kelly. <laughs> um yeah, but this, I don't know. No, no, look, 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 to be honest, after watching these two films, I um, the door is more open now to reading his stuff. Because I like him more. Not I like him more, but I, 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 maybe I do like him more. Or, no, it's not about liking him, really. It's about liking the idea that he's getting at. And I think finally now it, it clicked for me what 
he means by Western civilization? Because I've struggled with this for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, explain then, because then that would be helpful for me too. Because I, I well, can't... for me, like, for me, what Western civilization is is basically globalization. It's right. the world now as we live in. The world is a Western world now. China is a little bit different, but it's still fairly yeah. capitalist. You know, North Korea and maybe Russia are a bit different, but still, Russia is still it's quite capitalist. I suppose what the meaning I got from it is that Western culture is having this kind of uh, a very logical uh, outlook about doing things in your life. I do this and this will happen. I do right. this and this will happen. And this happened because of this. And this all comes from Empedocles because he was the father of modern logical thinking. Socrates said this, yada, yada, yada. Or was he? Yeah. <laughs> and so this then, this then has gone into uh, other aspects of our culture that weren't the same before so around that time art changed to being more logical than about feeling uh other art forms changed as well to be like this like we went from everything was poetry everything was poetry before that and then it became prose because it had to show more logic rather than just uh feeling because poetry is about was more feeling and, and finding the, the meaning behind between the lines getting you know so i got that i finally finally got that and i was able to rest with rest rest with it because i've been wrestling with it for ages about like okay well what the fuck is western civilization because like i'm from a celtic civilization and that's different and then there's like scandinavians that's different as well and there's there's the germanics that's also different like how are we all this one thing and we are all this one thing but only now because of what happened back then with Greek society and how that kind of way of thinking and way of being spread across other things, you know, yeah. but like without, without this kind of formal logicism, logic, I would say the, we wouldn't have things like, uh, how our economies work or how, like how even like history is taught in school and stuff like that. You know, mm. it's like X plus Y equals B because, X plus Y equals B, you know, yeah, or yeah. X equals X, Y equals Y. And when we put them together, we get this. And World War II happened because of this. Yeah, yeah. Which leads to the, you know, the myth of progress as well, that we're going somewhere, you know, where it's exponential. Yeah, 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 yeah. That we're, that we're going somewhere. Now, comparing him to that Thomas Berry, Berry book is quite different with Kingsley because uh, Kingsley has this kind of idea that Western civilization is a, Excuse me. It's it's almost like well, he says it's it's an organism that's alive and it extracts and contracts, and he thinks we're we're, we're coming to an end of it. But Thomas Berry in his book is like, well, actually, Western civilization has well, he, he doesn't spell it out quite like that, but this is the way I read it. Western civilization has failed a few times already, but it has right. came back. Okay. One of the big failures, one of the biggest failures, was was the plague. Okay. Because after the plague, that's that was one of the kickstarts for the scientific revolution because people went, oh, fuck. There's this thing that we, you know, they thought was the rats. There's this yeah. disease that rats have. We have to find out what that is. We have to, so, so, so this many, so, so many people don't ever die again. So that's what, that was one thing and it was one kind of revolutionary new way of thinking came about because of that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's other stuff as well, like the religious wars and all that kind of stuff. He says that was a point where Western civilization also broke because what had been working 
just did a 180. And there was these huge, big, long wars for ages all across Europe. And and then it had to rebuild itself then after that. So, like, that that's kind of my other thing with Western civilization is that it's, it's not one thing. It can't be one thing because it has, like, even, like, the, the revolutions of, say, the, that the, the French Revolution started. You know, that was the end of a type of civilization as well because yeah, it yeah. brought democracy, Republican democracy, to... We hadn't had that since the, since the Greeks, you know? And so that's also another type of kind of fall. So I don't, so with Kingsley thing about like his thing is that it started with Empedocles and it's dying now. I don't know. I think it's died a good few times and has, and, but just keeps reinventing itself. Yeah. Even um, in uh, Ion, um, Carl Jung talks about like the, you know, kind of the age, you know, when he has two distinct ages between, you know, times because between say Jesus, which is the first half, which is the fish, and then you know mm. the second half, which is the kind of like the equivalent of the Antichrist, where we'll become more rational, more scientists, and that ends <clears throat> on the twenty first of December this year. You know, woohoo! Let's see what happens then. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, ish. It depends what way you want to read it. Oberbio reckons it's uh, the twenty first of December, but um, yeah. So I mean, like ebb and flows and kind of things, but I mm. suppose it's a bit like the the kind of fallacy we had around the Mayan calendar, right? In that we thought that it's, it's was the 12th of December, 2012, whatever it was. But it's like, no, 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 no. The next day it just starts again. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, it's yeah. like saying, oh, 31st of December, that's it. Oh no, we have 1st of January again. It's, it's okay. You know, it's fine. It's, it's, it's not actually, <laughs> it's just that the actual calendar you have, the, the calendar you yeah. have on your, on your table just ends there. But like, yeah. You could say the same though, like the that's like um say the Roman Empire or whatever. And then that it's gone and it kind of fades away. But it was, you know, nothing, you know, it's still society. But there's a whole that's a whole epoch or a whole eon that came and went within within yeah. in, anything. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's more what Kingsley is pointing to. That <clears> it's 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 you know, within the great thing of say you would have certain things like Barry was saying about the plague, you've the Roman Empire, you've blah 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 blah. But that entire um manifestation or projection or whatever it is that entire kind of spell is probably in Kingsley's view and Young's view coming to an end now that that entire ebb and flow mm-hmm. thing <clears throat> like I don't know when, when, you know yeah. I think that but I think that's what it is well I mean Barry's argument towards the end of the book is that like we we we, we can break this cycle because if there is ebbs and flows and things just sorry not even ebbs and flows things happen in cycles it yeah. just happens and happens and happens and we're not really learning from history. But his argument is like, okay, well, with anything, you know, um, you know, cycles can be broken. And he and his argument is like, this is the moment. And even though every generation has this, like we are the ones who can fucking change history, who can, but he's saying, no, but like we can, like we have this opportunity where we can break the cycle, start a new age um, where we're, you know, where we're not ruining the planet and we're living with the planet, you know, because humanity's yeah. fucked. The earth isn't fucked. Humanity's fucked. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. we pull our fingers out of our arses, you know. So interesting that they have two slightly different approaches. Kingsley thing is, you know, we should tend to a dying body. Or yeah. berries is, okay, no, let's, yeah, let's not fuck <laughs> tending yeah. to a dying body. Let's not die. <laughs> you know, let's, yeah. let's seize the opportunity and become better human beings. So I have to go with Barry on that. Sorry for being well, an optimist. The, the kind of, I suppose, <laughs> and I've mentioned this before, is the, um, 
the problem or not the problem the thing that you have to be kind of aware of that is that whole thing of the dying that i said before the kings talks about the dying man wanting to have his cat in his lap and he wasn't allowed to have the cat in the lap because that was an acceptance of his death and therefore he didn't get to die the way he wanted to so the yeah. so that's the kind of <clears throat> thing you have to be concerned about that if it is a case of kings is right and we should tend to the you know the dying person doing what Barry says is not allowing the dying person to have his best friend on his lap as he died. Yeah. And so that yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> you know but it's like <laughs> who's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know because I could like okay that but, but you know that's the whole thing. Well, let's not just give up but also if we are fucked let's do it the best possible way we can, you know. But I don't I don't I don't know. Mm. I would, would hesitate to uh, not headset. I would kind of have a feeling that if I personally, that if I was to side with Barry, it would be more out of um, a fear or um, of the, of it, you know, actually, you know, it's like a fear of death or something like that, that you just kind of don't want to look at it maybe, or I don't want to look at it. I'm only speaking for myself. Um, but that's, you know, that's that would be my fear around that, that I just don't want to look at the darkness. But with the Kingsley, my fear is that I can't accept the light. That I can, you know, I, I well, you know, Catholic mm. guilt or whatever it is that oh, I'm, I, you know, I'm just a shit person. I only deserve <clears throat> darkness. I, you know, we let we deserve to die, and you know, we're all fucking yeah. bad people. Well, look, you know, I, 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 sin, I put it so. this way, but Barry, Barry's kind of thing is like a bit like the one of the Native American things is that like just just it's not that hard, lads. Just leave the planet in a better in a better place than than when you found it. You know, it's like when you go for a picnic in the park. You know. Clean up after yourself. Leave yeah, the place yeah, yeah. nicer than when you got there. But that, the problem with all of this is that it, no. none of us, it's, you know, industrial. The things that we've known control are, are you know, we can have all yeah, well, well, paper, this, this, paper this, straws this, all we want, is, but it's making no difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this Other is than you can't, biggest argument you can't have your milkshake because it falls apart. Yeah, this is his biggest <laughs> argument in the book, is that, like, um, industrialists, it's... It's not even government's fault at this stage. It's the industrialists. It's yeah. completely everything's at their door. And we need a, a revolution against these corporations and industrialists to kind of bring them into line and to cop onto themselves. Like it, what he's talking is fucking fairly revolutionary. He's like, like we shouldn't have, um, we should only live locally and we should only buy our products locally and everything should be made locally and stuff like that. And like you can see in some countries they do this, like in Austria, um, as much as is possible, everything that can be constructed or made is made in Austria to keep mm. it within Austria. And it's not a nationalism thing. It's to make sure that we keep our country good and strong. Economically wise, yeah. you know, and uh, stuff like that. Slovakia tries to do it as well. Czech Republic tries to do it as much as possible as well. But like, obviously people are going to get on the fucking Alibaba and the internet and buy cheap Chinese shit. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, as best they can, you know, they make sure that as much as their, as much of their industry is as homegrown as possible. Like Poland doesn't do this. Like yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Poland and Ireland will outsource to fucking anyone yeah, yeah, yeah. who is willing to collect. They will just bend over backwards for Facebook and Yeah, but we also KPMG give away our, our all these resources as well. Like, you know, oh, you've loaded yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah. Here, have yeah, it. Yeah, we don't yeah. need it. Oh, yeah, yeah, here's Shell. Yeah. Hello, Shell. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, sorry, excuse me. Which is the worst petroleum company? Shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah, have yeah. you. Can you, yeah. will you please have all our gas? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and will you yeah, no condescend problem, to us then online on Twitter and stuff about us using plastic straws <laughs> while you dump oil into the ocean? 
and stuff like that. Is that possible? Could you do all of that? <laughs> Great, we're on board. Where do I sign? And no money, please. We don't want any of the money. You have it all. You have yeah. it all. Ridiculous. Exactly. But what I will say that, on, on the other hand, Ireland compared to Poland, people do stay more locally than in Ireland. Like, Jesus Christ. I have aunties and uncles in Ireland who are like, Oh yeah, we drew down, drew down to Waterford to buy a new uh, suite of furniture. We saved seventy five pounds, and how much did the petrol? Fifty. <laughs> oh, so you saved twenty five. Okay, nice one. Why? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, can you drove forty five minutes? It was a lovely day. It was a lovely day. It's about lovely day. We had a great stop for ice cream. Stop for ice cream, and fish and chips. Yeah, twenty five euros. Okay, so you save nothing. No, it actually cost <laughs> you, know, you ten. Or, yeah, wanted yeah. a day out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, anyway, so look, uh, yeah, so that's my update on Peter King's day. I'm struggling with him less, and now yeah. I just, I know all I need to do is find a thousand euros so I can buy his books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's so ridiculous. I think I paid 80 quid yeah. for Catafalque. It's a big, if you keep an eye on it, they, they go up and down, they fluctuate on book depository. I got um, Magic Mish, that the first one ever that is, um, mm. for 40 euro, and it's like, it goes up to 55 euro, and... A catafalque. I've seen it around 66, 66 euros now on, yeah. on, on German it's... Amazon was 66 euros last night. Yeah. 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 Don't pay 66. No, I can't. The print on the man, it's a print on the man book. It's definitely cost yeah, no more than eight. I can't just, we were talking about this last week, the price of books. I can't yeah. justify that, that much money on a book. I can't, you know, as much as I love reading and nerding yeah. up on stuff, I can't justify that, that type of money on a book. I just can't, you know, I think the most um, I ever paid rich, for book. When I'm rich, <laughs> I, pay, I, I, I was probably the Satanic Bible hardback. I think that was no. I, I'm a liar. I'm an absolute liar. It's that the big blue Tlima one. I paid a hundred quid for that. One. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there it is. My shelf gathering yeah, dust. Mad on the shelf <laughs> gathering dust, just doing nothing. You know, no, but, dead weight. But, but I, at I, least I, it's not rent. I suppose. You know? Yeah. I, I suppose uh, it's like I thought. I thought it would have the secret, and then it didn't. So I had to buy another book. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the next, maybe the next one will have that. Come on here. Yeah. Are we going to talk Come about on here, this? We'll do this film. Yeah. I've watched it three times well, now. I mean, and we I said would... horror for people. Sorry, I, I, yeah. said, I said horror for people <laughs> yeah. and people actually listened to me and did it. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> I have watched it um, three times now and I was thinking after I watched it, I was going, I would still struggle to probably tell someone what it's about. I just find, I'm finding it hard to retain this documentary. I think it's because I know so yeah. much of it. And don't know an awful lot, and then the bits I don't is kind of you're hit on it, where you just go what? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, right. So I'm going to let you lead this conversation, and uh, hope that my brain can uh, in some yeah, way yeah, add yeah, some sort of. <laughs> do, do you do you do you know this fella, um, uh, the director James Fox? Had you come across him before? Yeah, I'd seen some of his uh, his other ones, um, his other documentaries. I know what I've seen or something, and he did. There's two versions of it. One which is like a TV. You know, History Channel, not History Channel, some sort of equivalent. Mm. And then he obviously yeah. did well enough that he went, right, I'm going to make a, a better documentary about it. Um, so we've seen right. that. Um, but other than that, no, I don't I don't know him. There's a kind of a couple of YouTube interviews with him and stuff like that. He seems like a kind of a, I don't know, he yeah, seems like a type of person who would make UFO documentaries. If, that, if, that's, if that's fair, you know, it's, he's, he's not, it's not surprising given his, his kind of a... You mean like our friend Jeremy? Jeremy, I well, no, I don't, he's an odd case, that like, <laughs> he's, he's a, a distinct case. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this opens with uh, the New York Times article. Uh, sorry, the New York Times website releasing those videos that we've all seen by now of the U.S. Uh, Navy pilots 
um, tic tacs. Is that what intercepting or seeing this? This yeah, yeah, seeing these tic tacs. So it starts. Out, there's a funny thing on the IMDb page. It says that uh, it has a director James Fox stars uh, Bill Clinton. Like what? Bill Clinton is. <laughs> he is in it. <laughs> he's like he's, he's pictures in it for like a yeah, minute. There's some stock footage of him. Is he in interviewed? It. He is interviewed. Yeah, there's stock footage of him. He's not in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your man is in it. The pizza gate guy. What's his name? Um, oh, Patesta. Uh, Patesta. Yeah, Patesta's in yeah. it. And he's been in like some ancient alien stuff as well yeah. over the last week. Clinton is a, a good thing interviewed in... Done, actually. Sorry. Clinton is in other ones, though. I have seen him go interviewed. Ahead, yeah, I have seen him interviewed in uh, different documentaries around this thing. I think we have a slight delay between our Zoom. This is why we're kind of talking a bit more over each other. Right. Um, yeah, Clinton. Clinton must be trying to do clean up because he knows that he knows the whole Epstein thing. He's fucked over, you know. So he's trying to be as as cool as possible. Maybe. No, I wrote down this thing about um, <laughs> Jack Valet is in it, and Jack Valet was in a, a recent documentary we watched with the guy in Argentina as well. I don't yeah, yeah, the name yeah. of it, but that was a really good documentary. Yeah. And like, once you see, like, like Jack Valet is like the yin to the yang of uh, Linda uh, Linda Moulton. Moulton. Oh. <laughs> because what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once you. <laughs> Little I wrote that down. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, like, you know, you see, if you see Jacques Vallée in a documentary about aliens, you can just go, "Yeah, this is legit. This is yeah, good. This, is good you know, yeah. this has the weight of science and the weight of research behind it." But when you see her, and you say, "Oh no, no. oh no, it's over," you know, it's just <laughs> ruined when she comes into it. It's like the Skinwalker Ranch. Any... It's like it's just great. Yeah, it's great. Like... Oh no, it's Linda Moulton now. <laughs> this is it. It's over. I know, Annie. And... Any little sliver of credibility it had at all, it's just gone when you see her coming into it. You're just like, oh, no, what are you doing? But Jack, Jack Fellay's a legend, man. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. fucking class. I love watching stuff about him on, on YouTube and all. He's, he's fucking... He, I think he's the proper academic that this kind of... Uh, UFOs and aliens encounters and all that, I think it's, it, that's needed, you know? And I think, I don't know, maybe he would be a bit or a bit or a bit better guys wrong with me today <laughs> i think he'd be a bit better well known if he didn't have a french name sure yeah, accent because yeah. you know americans to... hate accents yeah, you know? i have to recommend a book for you though spud to add to your list passport to magonia that's his jack filet's big one that's that's one that's one that's you should have good, on, yeah. on your shelf yeah it has yeah. it doesn't have the secrets and it's good to gather dust on the shelf but uh when you do read it it's pretty good it's just it's an it's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting yeah some good accounts of stuff like <laughs> correlated there's a really good um i, I thought there was something, something something else interesting about this documentary is that it had um it had um a huge write-up in the guardian and i also had a big um not big but it had a uh it had a review on cnn as well i thought that oh, right, was quite right. interesting because you wouldn't usually see documentaries of this type uh given reviews yeah, okay, The Guardian, maybe, because it, it could look at it from a film point of view, but it, 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 it kind of more or less looks at this from a science point of view. And then seeing it on CNN, oh, that's that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> you know, It's probably so come out of the fact ways... that, uh, that the release, you know, there was official videos released, you know, so that has given it some sort of... Credence, yeah, that's so. that, that's exactly yeah. it. On, on, on the CNN article, it goes into, like, well, it, it's not really saying anything new, except... It it lands it leads some some weight to what it says because of these um, uh, released papers that have uh, uh, have been done of late and because that and because now that there are more and more kind of retired um, 
generals, soldiers, officials, and all that coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, shit in the fifties was mad, like no, it was mental," and in the sixties. So because all that's coming out now, they're saying, yeah, yeah, okay, so this stuff is is true. So, now look, the documentary is really good. It, it's the same as you, Tommy. I said this last week as well. The problem with it is that there are times when you're hit too quickly with too much information and you're trying to keep it all in. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, what? So this what? was in the 40s and this is in the 50s and then this is in the 60s and then this, this is in the 20s and all this, da, 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 and you're just like, uh, you're a bit overblown by it. Yeah. But... But, but but just like with with the the CNN review and and the Guardian review is that like what does kind of not change your mind because I believe in all this stuff anyway, well most of it, um, is that because these retired people are coming out and saying yeah yeah it's stuff like there's 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 a there's a thing with one of the uh, astronauts and not Edgar Mitchell Edgar Mitchell comes up a lot because he's yeah. the one who had this epiphany or moment of enlightenment when he was looking at the earth above and then he got into woo woo and set up the what's it called um, um no ethics oh, i can't think of that thing. Thing. yeah no ethics yeah, yeah. and which which Whatever. has done great work in yeah. in releasing uh, undocumented or sorry documented but hidden files about alien encounters and all this kind of and unidentified flying objects and all that kind of stuff but then there's this other um astronaut who had been interviewed before he went on any space missions and uh, they were testing a, a jet, uh, uh, jet flights, jet engines above Germany. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we used to run into stuff all the time. Like, you know, I was yeah, up there, yeah. like when we, we would chase them, we would try and catch them and just not have a hope. You know, we chased them as far as we could. And then the invisible border of Poland, which doesn't exist, <laughs> would pop up and you would hit that just like in, just like in a computer game. <laughs> no, but they would chase them as far as they could. Yeah. And it was almost like the aliens would be playing with them. They'd, they'd play along for a while and then just shoot off, you know. So like to have astronauts confirm stuff like that, that's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, during World War Two, they were, they were so... Documentary shows as well. Sorry, go ahead. Right. Yeah, so during World War Two, they were like, they, they were so... You know, frequent. You know, that's where Foo Fighter comes from. Like that. That's what they were. Mm. They were termed as. You know, so it's it's an interesting one. It goes into stuff as well. So like, and and we forget this and unless you've watched like a good bit of stuff about Roswell, which I presume a lot of people have. I know, I know you have, and yeah. I have as well. But like for a lot of people, I suppose they haven't really. But they might know kind of what Roswell was. But like Roswell at the time was was in. Uh, the local newspapers, then the national newspapers, then national television, and like the army and the navy and all these people get involved, and they're making official statements saying like, "Oh yeah, this is uh, this probably was a, 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 a UFO," and then two or three days later, going, "Oh fuck, what have we done? We need to do some cleanup PR." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that that is kind of funny because it has the soldier, the soldier, the soldier who denied it first was like, um, he was like, "Yeah, look, go into that room." And we're going to take photos of you beside some like tinfoil and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bits of shit from a, a balloon. And you have to say it is uh, a weather balloon. He's like, yeah, okay, cool. Because he's following <laughs> yeah, orders. He doesn't yeah, yeah. have a fucking choice. Because like, if he says no, it's going to get court-martialed or dishonorably discharged and his pension is fucked. So what choice do you have when you're in the army? So he goes along and does it. And then he's interviewed in the documentary. He's like, yeah, yeah, that was totally nothing. <laughs> okay. Had nothing to do. I don't know what that was. I was just, yeah. I just did what I was told. I'm in the army, you know? And so and then it goes on to like, there's this other farmer, farmer in 1952 or something. He got his camera out, took photos of this thing. And it was on the front page of Life magazine. So like 
until the 60s, UFOs were like this big public thing mm. that was spoken about by everyone and the army was involved and they would give official statements and then they kind of realized in the 60s, shit, we need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know what these things are. So like, we can't be saying we're looking into it. So we're just going to say it's fucking swamp gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the most ridiculous no, thing so, ever. And yeah. that's... The, and since then, it's just been cover up over after cover up after cover up after cover up after cover up, and this is kind of where we find ourselves now until it's, yeah, it's the, heaped the up most, so much that they the can't most cover interesting up thing anymore. The most interesting thing about it is the the nuclear weapon thing, the the silos and the turning off the nuclear weapons and yeah. the, you know putting them into launch sequences, blah blah blah. Which I was aware of that, but I wasn't aware of that it happened a number of times. I thought it was like a, mm. an, an incident that happened, but it's a, it's, it's a repeating thing where it's kind of going, we could shut you down or we can fuck you up, <laughs> you know, at any second. <laughs> and you would think that alone would, um, that alone would, would, you know, make a government have, you know, well, we have a kind of, you know, a national defense security issue here that, uh, that we should look at, but that 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 I assume the fuck it did look at. Like I mean, it's that's not you know it's just because they didn't publicly come out and go, yeah, they had to look at that. If there's something, even if it turned out to yeah. be like a mouse eating a wire in a nuclear silo or something, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> they, you know, they had to be looked. There's no way that wasn't looked at. But it's kind of oh yeah, we don't know what that is. Move along, you know. And I understand that because if you are in the middle of the Cold War. And your, you know, tensions are high. Everything's going to die. You have the whole duck and cover. You know, you're teaching kids to get under their desks. That's going to watch, you know, save you from nuclear holocaust. It's the best we can do, kids, you know. <laughs> um, and you've all like, you don't want to add to, not only do you have, the, you know, the pesky red Russians, you know, at any, at any time going to come and kill us. There's also these other things that we've no idea what they are that fly around and can probably launch nuclear <clears throat> missiles when they want or switch them off so that we could be defenseless against the Russians or we could also attack them. And, you know, just like if you as a government member or someone who's in a position of authority, would you tell people? <laughs> I don't think I would. <laughs> no, probably not. No, yeah. but I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like I have this kind of utopian dream that like one day, you know, the whole world can just join together and, be one happy family and then we can welcome the aliens down we can all be friends but like why the fuck can't we all just get along you know what the fuck what, what, what the fuck like imagine you're the alien and you're like what are these fucking monkey idiots doing with nuclear yeah, bombs yeah. like you know they haven't even learned they ha they've only just learned what their own conscience is <laughs> yeah, <I> know, <laughs> you know kind of. and now they have nuclear fucking bombs yeah. what the, the fuck yeah kind of yeah. and like and, 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 and now they have nuclear bombs like what the fuck are they doing like yeah, I think it'd be great if they just came down and said, you know what, lads, we're taking all your guns, all your knives that are sharper. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're are, a slave. That, that are, that, that... Get into the freezers. Diana wants yeah, to no, eat no, you. No, 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 not that, not that, not that, not that, not that. No, 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 I don't, don't want to be that. But like, oh, I don't know. I just kind of have this thing. We don't, what the fuck are we doing with nuclear weapons? We don't fucking need them. You know what I mean? Well, like, isn't that it's, the thing that they said? Like 1947 that. is an interesting year because it's also the year Crowley died. So there's kind of a, you know, that has to be marked and a number of other things. But it's also two years after, the, you know, we dropped, you know, two unneeded bombs in, on uh, Japan, um, which, you know, from... The civilian cities, oh, civilian man. targets. Just, don't forget you know, that. In, a, in a kind of, mm -hmm. let's say, in a vindictive move by an American government. Uh, but like, it, that would obviously is the point where if we are to believe, if we are to, you know, go with the whole alien 
the alien UN, say, you know, the Starfleet thing went, all right, uh, <laughs> now we have to look at these guys. You know, we have to, because they, they can yeah, probably do look after, yeah. Proper. But, like, you kind of go, yeah. well, what's the worst we can and, do? We can destroy ourselves. But, like, maybe there's something, <laughs> I don't know. I just see if it's coming from a kind of perspective or a pendulum of 3D when there's definitely 4D, 5D, 6D to this universe that we were just, you know, we've no idea of whatever. So things, yeah, I suppose yeah. like a nuclear event probably looks really, really different from 60 than it does to, you know, like as a, probably way more horrifying <laughs> or something. Suppose, you know, yeah. You know. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. But you know, like even like when you get on that train and start thinking about like, okay, like maybe there is this alien thing that kind of does kind of look over us and stuff like that. And then you're like, and also I have this thing with the dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm getting there, Tommy. Bear with me. Uh, <laughs> Tommy's making faces here. Um, you know, and, and and you think about say like uh, occultism, uh, uh, monoism, non-duality. That there's this uh, thing, this god that we can't quite contemplate. Like if if you look at it from from a Kabbalah thing, there's a god. There, there's gods. Yeah. But they're all part of God, the one God. But then there's like the one huge big god. Kether God, but he's like too profound for us really to think about, you know. And what what does Alan Chapman say? We are shadows who, oh, what is this? Oh, the gods cast shadows, cast in, the shadows flame in the flame of eternity, isn't it? Whatever it is, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's that's a nice idea, but I'm like, okay. So we've only been around what two hundred thousand years, and we've come up with these things to make ourselves feel better. Like dinosaurs were around for millions of years; they didn't yeah. they didn't have any of this. Like, you know, that we know and of. then like, that we, know like of. Okay, we don't know like, the dinosaur religion that we know of. <laughs> well, look, maybe they had Apollo churches or whatever. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I wonder was the was the was the was the of fucking uh, uh, dinosaur mythology. I wonder was he like a T Rex or a Brontosaurus? He would have been a T Rex, surely. Velociraptor. What was Hercules? Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but if there is this federation of fucking aliens yeah. who look after the fucking solar systems and all this weird thing, and then they're going to be like, nah, you fucking idiots with your Kabbalah, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, we, we a made much you better map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there is, all, there no. is always that. Like, I mean, and even in um, kind of our own kind of scriptures, like the Hindu script, well, certain Hindu scriptures, like Krishna, whatever, we are here as the playthings of the God, here for the enjoyment of Krishna. So, I mean, there's precedent yeah. in our own kind of consciousness for things like that. <laughs> but the other thing I suppose to think of as well, if there is like a, a great white brotherhood, white in the, not in the racist sense, sense um, UFO. Did you just say white is right? <laughs> Knee deep in that racist river. Uh, so, um, <laughs> but so if there is an equivalent of the good guys UFO, then, uh, you know, Starfleet thing, then there's probably a, a bad, bad one as well. There's a great book, The Tree Body Problem, written by Chinese. Klingons guys. from Uranus. Ah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a tr- trilogy, tree, tree Body Problem. Um, I can't remember what the other ones are, but um, it's really interesting. And, and I, I can't talk about it without spoiling it because the the main kind of crux of it happens late into the series. But it uh, gives a great reason for, uh, you know, that, that paradox. I can't remember his name it is of why, you know, we haven't. Um, found aliens or whatever you know that there's that very famous one that there's three reasons for it. but anyway there's an it's like it's it's like the equivalent of Jung's answer to Job is uh you know this Chinese Zung Li Zhu whatever his name is his um his answer to that to that and it's horrifying it's horrifying 
So uh, you should check that out. It's really good. It's a very long book. and very <laughs> thing. But uh, I don't cool. know. What's it called? <clears throat> I didn't catch it. You, you jumped there. You Sorry. Jumped there. Um, the Tree Body Problem is the is the first one. Okay. It's, it's really, really good. Uh, yeah, I don't know where I, I, I feel about the, the UFO thing. I'm, I'm undecided on nuts and bolts is, is you know spacecraft from another world in the ferry starfleet kind of you know warp speed propulsion engines type thing which is seems to be i don't know that's kind of based on a ferry you know not carbon neutral type system of getting around the universe which i assume that you know forward thinking <laughs> aliens would uh, have already you know they're there up on the on, on the enterprise with the with their you know their the paper straws they're, they have it sorted you know the representative of shell <laughs> is at the table data's eyeing him suspiciously <laughs> so i don't have that or it's the interdimensional thing or if it's you know a manifestation of um you know consciousness or you know is it just if like I can definitely get behind the thing that there, if there is beings in the universe that have evolved, you know, if, if we are in an evolving universe, it seems, you know, at least <clears> that's <throat> our current perspective, then there's quite likely beings that have evolved higher than us somewhere in the universe. Seems That seems a, a fairly decent thing to propose or believable. So if so, and you have to, you know, what would they be conscious of or able to do? It seems unlikely that it's going to be a nuts and bolts type ship Giving how what we you know the small bit we know about consciousness and non locality blah 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 blah, which if that's the case then what are the UFOs? Why did it look like nuts and bolts things, and why did it keep changing, <laughs> given the kind of yeah. popular culture that's going on on Earth at the time, where it's cigar shaped to saucers to things that look a bit like drones, which now you, you may forget about UFOs yeah. because it's just you know, everything's going to be drone and you know just you, they would have to change shape again to uh in order to distinguish themselves which you know so that might be something to, to look out for i don't I, I don't know and then the other thing is i don't know flying is it, vaginas is it, is it you know <laughs> what a sight to behold it's a russian punk band that's been put in prison for feminist ideals <laughs> so i don't know like what were you on the on the oh, you, you better call this podcast the flying, <laughs> the yeah, flying I, yeah. so you, got, you get banned from youtube, banned from YouTube yeah. <laughs> um so are you are you not a boats man are you an extra uh, interdimensional a bit of boat are you um what, what what's your um where do you land i think it's like uh, futurama um futurama they were asking the the professor one time how how does he make the planet express so fast and he says well planet express doesn't travel it brings the universe to itself yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh so yeah i'd say that's how it's done man they were watching episodes of futurama up on Uranus, and went, yeah, that's that's what we're gonna we'll invent this. And I I don't know, I don't know, I, I I haven't really thought about that much other than to think like it's pretty stupid that to think that there's not life out there. I mean, like look at the amount of life that's on this planet. Like you can you can scratch moss off the bark of a tree, and you can kill a hundred bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's how much life is on this planet. Like, and if you're saying that it's one tiny little planet and there's so many little tiny little species and masses, massive species in the in the sea that we don't know too much about, and small ones obviously as well, of course there's life elsewhere. And I don't know, but like, I also kind of, kind of can't shake the feeling that there is a kind of element of Prometheus as well that 
you know, we were put here because we're quite different than everything else. But then Brian Cox comes out with the thing. Wasn't it Joe Rogan was saying to him, no, the octopus, they can't be from here. And he's like, well, the octopus has 85% of the same DNA as us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is from yeah, here. It is from here yeah. So, obviously, we are from here, but, like, you know. Yeah, well, it's, it's, isn't the kind of um, <clears throat> modern main kind of theory is the panspermia theory, isn't it, that we arrived from? Panspermia you know, thing. So, so yeah. it's basically Sad. we were seeded from you know, some sort of life got on an asteroid and landed here, say, is one kind of way of looking at it. The other is yeah. that it's um, directed panspermia, which is that it was, you know, deliberately, mm. this asteroid with, you know, mushrooms on it, whatever yeah. it was. To, or, know, it could, it could, or it could have just been, a, it could have just been a message in a bottle. Do you know, yeah, did yeah, you ever yeah, hear yeah. about, um, there was one of, one of the islands of Scotland, I don't think it was the Orkneys, but it was one of the other ones. And for, Hundreds of years. The only community communication way they had with the with the mainland was to send them messages and bottles. Right. And one year in the eighteen in the eighteen hundreds, um, it would have been around the time as was the Irish potato famines when they were having difficulties with famines as well in this little island. <laughs> and like it got so bad with the food that they couldn't use like um, animal manure to um, fertilize their um, um, what do you call it their crops. They had to start using human manure, right. um, and so then they started getting sick. You know, this 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 dysphoria and all these d- diseases associated with poo, and um, so they would ju- they would just go down to the beach and they would launch hundreds of bottles with messages, send wow. help. Wow! And luckily, one found its way to the mainland, and uh, help was got, and a good few of them were saved. It's fucking mad, like that's mad, it's not yeah. that long ago. Right? It's only hundred, yeah. hundred and so many years ago. People used to so like you know this this could be a thing that like just fucking someone, some alien somewhere, like Superman. You know the planet is dying, everyone's fucked, and they just start putting little bits of jizz on fucking rocks, <laughs> launching them into fucking space. <laughs> Doing sex magic on asteroids. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, isn't it? Like, so well, here's the thing. I, I've often thought about this, and it's uh, so. If you, you know, the way in, in like sympathetic magic, or in uh, you know, to you, you kind of collect the attributes of a god, say or whatever. But we can only collect the attributes of gods given the stuff, the, the materia that we have here on Earth. So if you got like a, a right. meteorite or something from uh, another planet, would you be able to invoke a god that is not, um, you know, naturally from here? And would, you know, th- would that be an interesting Ooh, type of... I like it. Yeah. I often Ooh. thought about doing a story about that. a meteorite on eBay? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you get, yeah. Uh, Frantically you, search an email. <laughs> you get a god. It's like, yeah, my name's, uh, I'm Frank. I'm a shit god. <laughs> you know, I couldn't even save my own planet. So... Uh, <laughs> Tommy Kelly brings about the end of planet Earth by fucking yeah. invoking from the planet <laughs> could be um, no it's mad but I, I was watching something last night about um, uh, Hubble Telescope they, they directed Hubble into the darkest part of the of the known universe and they, they pointed as a dead camera or our camera at it for nine fucking years. Right. Nine years this camera was just shooting constantly. Sorry, like one big one long exposure for nine years, like. Right. And um it showed this one part of the screen is like you see, like about the size of what your head is on your zoom now. Mm-hmm. You know, about something that's like 
that square and they said, yeah, there's 10,000 galaxies within that. And within oh, that wow. 10,000 galaxies, there are probably 10,000 or 20,000 solar systems per galaxy. I'm like, it's ridiculous to think there's no one out there, you know? Um, well, it's ridiculous to think there's um, no one out there. But, like, um, but people not... don't like that because that kind of... Well, number one, Christians don't like that because that means they're not the chosen people. So, you know, let's not have that. Uh, so <laughs> it's a kind of... Uh, if you, but like, if, but are, 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 are we are we just like, yeah, yeah, like, centering we... the universe? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm the you know, like, idiot optimist that I am. I'm like, you know, if someone... You know, if, if if the house across the road from me is 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 sold and you get some new neighbors in, like I'll call over a few days later and say hello. I'll be like, if man, if we knew that there were like cool, amazing aliens and they're in touch with us, be like, hey man, you want to go for a pint, like, you know, what's with all this? Like, oh, we have to have weapons ready for fuck that man. Let's just be friends with them. Yeah, Jesus but that's because we think the aliens you know? are going to and be then, like us. And then we can fall out with them, like like when they don't <laughs> give us back the lawnmower after the third week. <laughs> Then we can fall out with them. Yeah, yeah. And then we can start the passive aggressive stuff, you know? <laughs> then the dog shit on their own. I can... <laughs> you know. Did you let the dog shit in my moon yeah. again, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the phenomenon, I'd, um, oh, I'd advise God. people to watch it. It's, it's, it's quite good. It's, it's one of those things that if you've never come across UFOs before, you're going to be hit with an awful lot of new stuff. And if you have watched some UFO stuff before, um, you're still going to be hit with an awful lot of stuff. But it 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 it's it does go over all the kind of key points of the last whatever hundred years of the phenomenon, you know. Um, so it was very good. Again, I, I as I said last week, someone has mentioned that um, the extra features <gasps> we left out Iron Man. Do you remember there's an Iron Man guy in it? I don't. Um, there's this nerd that Jack Valet meets, and he and uh, Jack Valet has these bits of material he's found at crash sites. All right. And um, he brings it to this guy who thinks he's fucking want to be Elon. You see, Elon Musk got COVID disease as well. I fucking know, yeah. delighted for him. Shocking. Well, yeah. and, uh, well, four tests, only two of them said he had COVID. So, ah, science man. <laughs> Why do people like him? He's such I don't know. An I can't arse stand him. Can't stand him. But um, <clears throat> yeah. So this fella, he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, we want to, because uh, they have this material and he, and he sees that like, he does the tests on it and it's nothing from our periodic table. So it's obviously an alien. Uh, it's a crafted metal or alloy from stuff that we don't know what's made from. And he's there like, yeah, you know, I think that we can make um, new things for our planet. Like, you want to be Iron Man. That's what you want to do. It's written all over his uh, face yeah. like, oh, I am Iron <laughs> and then we didn't talk with the kids the kids in Australia and in Zimbabwe I thought that was great yeah yeah that was interesting because yeah. there were these two schools that had very similar incidents and um, uh, the kids are out playing at lunchtime or whatever and then uh, a, a craft flies above them and you know kids being amazing little animals that they are like cool let's fucking chase it <laughs> <laughs> and chase it in the fields chase it down like imagine like fucking two or three hundred kids chasing down this thing and then the alien is like oh cool look at these little ants that are following me around i'm gonna get yeah. out and say hello <laughs> and then like he, he beams telepathically stuff to them and they all kind of get this message that like yeah technology is gonna fuck us up so uh be wary of it you know i thought that was says to being in the you know advanced technological craft <laughs> using advanced <laughs> you know psi powers yeah, yeah yeah stay away from the technology kids it's, stay it's away like from the, technology yeah, yeah it's like the stoner going yeah don't take drugs <sighs> stay away from the drugs 
yeah, it's like it's like my dad, like when he was smoking. <laughs> Don't ever. <laughs> yeah. uh, looks pretty fucking cool to me, man. <laughs> you know, so. I don't know. No, it is good. No, it is good. Exactly what you say, Tommy. You're bombarded a bit, a little bit too much by um, sometimes too much information. It's hard to uh, to hold it all in. But like, you know, the proofs in the pudding. Like, it's pretty much the, the documentary proves beyond any reasonable doubt. Like, there's stuff out there, and it's yeah. coming down to us to say hello every now and again. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, yeah, maybe I don't think he, I, I, I don't think he can do it anymore. No, it's just it's kind of it's you know? the conclusion you make from it is is the, the only thing you know that's that's the only thing that it's still speculation because you know, we don't know what it is but it's something something. Do you still do the happening. thing? What's what's what was the documentary? What was the documentary you watched? The Michael Greer one where you're supposed to do meditation and and, and oh, Stephen Greer. No, geez, God knows, like he's Stephen Greer. What do yeah. I call him? Michael, Michael Greer. Greer. Who the fuck yeah. is Michael Greer? No, no, sounds like a saxophone player from the eighties. Michael Greer. In the heart of the matter. <laughs> Come down from the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your saxophone. <laughs> have Have you tried to do it since? No, no. I, I kind of, I um. It seems a bit too much like an invocation or an evocation. It goes, mm, probably not best to be messing with that kind of stuff unless you really want, you know, unless you're really doing yeah. it and doing it properly and stuff. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not necessarily as much as optimistic as he as he is. That um, they're necessarily you know benevolent, benevolent, whatever that benevolent. No, yeah, benevolent. I don't know. No, I would be. You know, I think they'd be nice now. Like, what what I, remotely well, in the history of your life uh, would make you believe that anything is good? <laughs> have you, have <laughs> you been living Tommy, here? Everything, <laughs> everything, everything, Tommy. Yeah. Come on, listen to that uh, Rutger. What's his name? About humankind. It, it just just change change your mind about humanity. Is great. People are people are awesome. Just give them a chance, but not in big groups. Stay away from cities. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from towns. You know, keep your groups small. But no, I, I've been walking the dog here at night time because myself is sick at the minute, and like the stars, man, the stars here are fucking amazing. You can see just. It's just as soon as you look up, they're all there. It's all of all yeah, of, every yeah. single one that's ever existed since the beginning of time. They're all there, you know? and it's just wonderful. And every now and again, I'm like, yeah, if you're there and you want to say hello, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not so far. But then again, they 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 probably know that I'm not being um, what's the word? Totally honest, because like I obviously shit myself. You did see one. You had the opportunity. You had a UFO, and you were following it, and you had the opportunity to change your yeah, life no, by following, we following it, and then you didn't. That's different. Why is it different? Man, that's the kids were in the car. It was I different because that's we something we saw on the road when we were driving. But I mean, yeah. like it was like something that came down. Could you imagine like how freaky that'd be if something came down and materialized in front of you? Like hello, Spurt. I don't know why you talk like fucking that either. Like, maybe they have a French accent. Yeah, hello, Spurt. Hey, how are you today? <laughs> No, anyway. Well, you're French. No, I'm not French. Everyone thinks I'm fucking French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, so what's the story here? Like, uh, do I need to give you something? Do you want to watch? I don't need your time. Okay, <laughs> um, anything do you want to, like, can you give me a cure for cancer? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just say, all I want to give is this. Uh, I don't know. It's this book from Peter Kingsley. I know you you can't afford it, so here's <laughs> Catafalque. <laughs> All right, thanks. Yeah, yeah. And remember, and remember, Spud, stay away from technology. Stay away from technology. Bye-bye now. See you. <laughs>
we will never win any awards for um, impressions or uh, you know any kind of. No. <laughs> uh, it's going to happen now this week, isn't it? That's what you do. All the woo listeners like fucking how they send out mind bullets for Spud to get contacted by by a by a nice alien. Not a bad one now. Okay. Yeah. None of you trickster people give me bad vibes. One good vibes. It's Spud's going to meet a nice happy alien and he's going to give me presents and Peter Kingsley books. <laughs> <laughs> and not 18 inches of fucking solid steel fucking alien penis. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>